Gutter Trash is a proud member of the Comics Podcast Network. Trash. My name is Eric. And my name is Jason. This is episode 48. Yes. I don't know. We should have totally reviewed 48 hours or something. That would good. Oh, uh, 148. 148? Well, episode 148. Okay. We'll review another 48 hours. Okay. I've never seen that one, so yeah, that works out. All right. I've seen the first one. Of course, that's going to be, you know, a while. What if you wind up seeing it before then? <laughs> I'll forget it. Okay. I'll forget it. it. Of course you will. You'll forget it the minute you stop watching it. <laughs> Is uh, Nick Nolte it's in it? It's forgettable. Uh, yeah. Yes, they're both in it. Okay. And by both, I mean Nick Nolte and, Richard and Pryor. Danny DeVito. Oh. Who? I thought you said, never mind. Who did you say? I said Richard Pryor. Oh, okay. <laughs> I was at least going with a black guy. Yeah, see, that, that's a little racist. What? It's a little racist. To call him a black guy? No, to... to you basically just said that you can't tell them apart. I I did not they say that. They all look alike to you, <laughs> I did not you just said. I did not say that. <laughs> at least I'm not picking on the midget. <laughs> I never picked on the midget. I love Danny DeVito. Because he's a funny midget that makes you laugh. Well, that's true. He yeah. is. <laughs> we were discussing this the other day. Is Danny DeVito a midget, or is he a dwarf, or I, well, I think we or both... is he just a really short dude? Yeah, we agreed that he's just a short guy. Yeah. Because he doesn't have like that dwarf look or that midget look. Right. But he is abnormally short. Abnormally short, yeah. yeah. Uh, and maybe it's once you get so rich, you're in a different bracket where you, you can't be... Yeah, I don't think it's like taxes. Yeah, I don't think no. it's like that. No. Okay. Yeah. So you think you think he was always not a midget or a dwarf? Like even when he was on what was he on Taxi or something? What, what show was he on? That would be Taxi. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Also, not taxes, just Taxi. Yeah, just yeah. Taxi. Uh, and, uh, I don't know. Was he famous before Taxi? I don't. Recall. I don't think he was even famous during Taxi. Oh yeah, no, but... I think it was because of Taxi that he became oh, famous. Cool. And I'm sure that while he was on Taxi and uh, he was famous during it. But I think he was like 6'4 back then, during Taxi. No, that was just the box he was in. Oh. He, he yeah, was, that's right. Okay. Yeah, he was in the cage. Okay, yeah. He'd hand out the assignments. He seemed to, taller. Yeah. To, to Tony and, and uh, Nardo and Latka yeah. and uh, Alex. Wow, you remember all of them. And Bobby. Have you seen that in the last ten years? Uh, oh, yeah. Oh, I have not. <laughs> oh, yeah. Last time I saw Taxi was on Nick at Night in the 90s. Uh, there was, uh, uh... I think it was about... Back in April, uh, I was at my parents' house, and uh, I was house-sitting for them or something, and uh, WGN had Taxi. Uh, a taxi marathon. Really? On, like, uh, one of the nights that I was there. Was that set in Chicago? No. No? Okay. No. Okay. WGN is a super station, my friend. Yeah? A super station. Really? Much like a TBS or a TNT. Or like a Walmart super center? Sort of, but not. Okay. In which Walmart is a store that sells things all across the country. Like pharmaceuticals and groceries and such. Yes. And uh, other merchandise, such as electronics and uh, entertainment uh, items, mm-hmm. uh, plus everyday household needs. Uh, whereas a super station is a television station that uh, airs across the country, showing things like uh, baseball and old syndicated shows. So weren't they weren't they out of Chicago though? They are based okay. out of Chicago. Okay. So that makes, this is true. This, this is where it all comes together in my brain. Yeah. Okay. They are the broadcast home of the Cubs. Uh, that's that's right. Yes. Just like TBS is the broadcast home of the Atlanta Braves. Yes. 
Yes, it is. But do you just automatically say, you know, just because a show airs on TBS, well, that's not based out of Atlanta, is it? Um. Uh, no. Yeah. No. Okay. Growing pains yeah, did yeah. not take place in Atlanta, I'll tell you that much. I had some growing pains in Atlanta. I visited my aunt when I was younger and I uh, saw a yeah, Chuck E. Cheese. Well, no, we went to a Chuck E. Cheese and she was telling me how amazing this place was. And when we got there, and I was like, this is just showbiz pizza. You just changed the name. You stole our showbiz. So that was a painful growing experience. Hmm. But now, every showbiz pizza is a Chuck E. Cheese. I know. And My, my childhood fears have reached fruition. And uh, you must feel like everyone who, who uh, travels from the East Coast to the West Coast to find that uh, their beloved Hardee's is now Carl's Jr. What? What the fuck is a Carl's Jr.? That's horrible. I don't I mean, even, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I remember when Roy Rogers turned into Hardee's. That was depressing. Uh, you got me on that one. Yeah, that was my favorite fast food restaurant. Never been to one. Oh. And, I, and then, unfortunately, I went to one in uh, Maryland or Pennsylvania or something a couple weeks ago. Mm-hmm. And the barbecue sauce was not the same as the barbecue sauce they used to have, which was the big draw. Of Roy Rogers was their amazing barbecue sauce. It's a fast food restaurant, right? But home of the best barbecue sauce I've ever had. Uh, fast food, though, right? It, I'm pretty sure it's probably just Tynes slapped in the package. No, no. It's, I could drink it. I've literally gotten it. It doesn't matter that you can drink it. It's so good. Uh, it's probably still just watered down Heinz. It's it's got some weird spices and a That's, lot of sugar. Uh, employee spit. <laughs> because their lives are ruined because they work at a fucking Roy Rogers. Maybe they put like a follicle of Roy Rogers or Trigger or Roy, Dale Evans hair in every <laughs> jar, and like now they're finally gone. It's all gone. Maybe that's why it sucks now. Maybe they ran out of uh, Roy juice. <laughs> or whatever the secret ingredient was. Hey, Rogers is good. Yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> but the best part about that place, well, a couple best parts. They have, the, <laughs> they have. if you order large fries, even today, it comes in a holster shaped like a gun holster with a belt loop. You can put it on your freaking belt and walk around with fries hanging out, which is awesome. Okay, uh, for, for the listeners who don't know me, I'm a very large fat man. Even that is disgusting. <laughs> and then they even also, I have to stop and wonder what the fuck is wrong with people. <laughs> I, I've, done, I've done it before. Oh, that's uh, get out, <laughs> get out. But but I'm a Buckaroo Club member in the kindergarten. <laughs> no, seriously, you gotta hear this too. In kindergarten, we went on a field trip to some I don't even know some museum or something who knows but we all stopped at Roy Rogers to eat and that was the memorable part because the fucking barbecue sauce and uh and your holster of french fries I I can't remember but I did get a I became a member I signed up to be a Roy Rogers Buckaroo Club card carrying member and and they give you this like leather bound card I'm serious I mean it wasn't just like a fucking the thing like they give you it Hothead burrito where they slap stickers on it. Right. It's like an, a leather-bound card in, like, plastic. And it says, every time you go there, you present this card for, uh, f- un- it says, like, until you're, uh, the age of 12, you can present this card for a free large drink. And I found mine in my basement, like, in a stack of crap. And I took it out there. This is, like, two, three years ago. To Roy Rogers, and I was like, hey, look, I found this Buckaroo Club card. I was like, it's from, like, 1982. I got this. I've carried it around ever since. I was like, I- I'm past the legal age limit of getting the free drink, but does it mean anything that I still have it? And they looked at it, and the lady was like, uh, let me ask my manager. And she brought the manager over, and the manager looked at it, and she was like, if you still have this, you can have the free large drink. <laughs> So even though I more than doubly surpassed the age limit, they gave me the free drink. That's how cool they are, Roy Rogers. Okay, that's a good story. Uh, all right, I take back every bad thing I just said. And and if I didn't say it, I was thinking. Good. And when, you know when you get those booster seats at like Wendy's or whatever when yeah. you're a kid to sit on something, they gave you a fucking barrel with a 
uh, saddle attached to the top of the barrel, and that was the kid's seat. <laughs> it's like white trash multiplied by cowboy movie. <laughs> so, with, with great barbecue sauce. Well, then. Okay. <laughs> I'm happy for you. <laughs> How you doing? I'm doing okay. What do you drink? Uh, Jack's Pumpkin Spice Ale from the Michelob Brewing Company. It really is it? Yes. Hmm. And you? Uh, I'm drinking Roxy Rollies, a Magic Hat Autumn Seasonal Beer. Hmm. It's pretty good. Pretty good. Good indeed. Cheers to, uh, and there's a cowboy on your screen. From Darwin Cook. Lone Ranger was my favorite cowboy when I was a kid. Uh, as was mine. I Orange. even loved that movie. The Legend of the Lone Ranger. Yeah. With Christopher Lloyd as, uh, the, uh, uh, what was the villain's name? Cavendish? Oh, uh, I don't know. Okay. Christopher Lloyd as the arch nemesis of the Lone Ranger. Is this like 80s? Uh, like 81. Wow. Yeah. Uh, tried to watch it recently because it's available on Netflix on like uh, Instant View. Oh man, talk about just getting kicked in the nuts by uh, by uh, nostalgia. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it's awful. The Thundercat syndrome, as I like yeah. to call it. Yeah, that sucks. <laughs> uh, otherwise, no. Hey, I'm doing all right. It's uh, good. It's very good. Uh, we just uh, watched a movie of your choice. My choice. Oh, did, did, did I explain <laughs> why I chose that? I believe you did. Okay. Uh, our listener, uh, yeah. John Bobash, uh-huh. who apparently loves it when we say his name on the show. <laughs> Bobash, Bobash. That's uh, creepy. Uh, yeah, he suggested it to He suggested it. I, I, I met him and uh, me and Pat did some traveling and we were in D.C. and we were drinking in a bar. And he suggested, and I, apparently, like I, I was, you know, I'd had a couple of beers, and I wrote it down on the back of this index card because it sounded great when he was describing it. And when I got back to Dayton, I, I was like cleaning out my pockets and I pulled out this index card or this business card, and I, and I saw on the back of it it said "perfume story of a murderer," and I was like, "What is this?" <laughs> and uh, and I and I like I literally had to look it up on. Uh, I was like, is this a movie or a comic? Because it was from a comic book guy's business card that I got at the show. And I looked it up on IMDb and I read about it and I was like, oh, yeah. (laughs) Because I did not remember it at all. I uh, had seen this in the theater, as I explained last last week. I think uh, that was in the part that uh, we managed to save last episode. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Forgot about that, too. I'd like to forget that. But, uh, no, I think, uh, uh, yeah, I'd seen this in the theater with, uh, my ex-girlfriend, uh, Salt for Free. Really? From, uh, The Neon. How's that? Uh, they had, like, some sort of MySpace thing, like, uh, the first 25 people to write in and say why they want to see Perfume for free gets in. And, what was your reasoning? Uh, I think that, that, <laughs> I think my reasoning was that I wanted to see the movie. Yeah. yeah, that's a good enough reason. Yeah. Apparently, apparently no. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Man, I love the neon. Huh? I love the neon. I do too. I just wish they'd have uh, movies that I'd want to see on a more regular basis. I yeah. think we've expounded on that yeah. multiple times in the past. Yeah, yeah. it's old, uh, old, old water. hat for us. Ooh, yeah. Yes. Um. So yeah, uh, so this is my second time seeing it. Uh, My first. Your first. Mm-hmm. You are a perfume virgin. I am. I've never worn cologne once in my life, by the way. Seriously? Yeah. Never. Really? I well, that explains a lot, actually. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry to bring it up to you in this manner, but... Uh... Oh, man. <laughs> you guys are lucky. You can't smell me. <laughs> actually, you've all met me. Everyone listening's met me. So. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> You, you, you do at least use deodorant. Right? I bathe, use deodorant, and soap. Okay. Occasionally shampoo. All right. Yeah. Well, those all are good things. Now, of course, you know, in uh, 
was it, 18th century France when the movie took place? Yeah, stars? like 1760s. Yeah. Hygiene, nah, not a not a big deal. I would have fit right in. Yeah, which is why they had perfume to cover up the stank. The stank. <laughs> <laughs> I, oh my gosh, I know, this movie... It, like, I, I don't have like a queasy stomach yeah. or anything, but we ordered pizza... <laughs> and started watching it uh, right as we started eating. For, yeah, yeah. The first, yeah, like I'm eating my first slice of this pizza by this this local place I've never tried before, and I'm like, wow, I'm really excited. Yeah. First two minutes of the movie is uh, a birth on a dirty uh, Paris street, and it's not like the birth in like uh, Benjamin Button. It's like, oh. There's the birth. Yeah. It all just happened. Yeah, it, it just uh, got squeezed out, and she cuts it with a dirty fucking fish knife. Fish knife. <laughs> <laughs> and there's uh, just uh, a montage. It's like a montage, yeah. Yeah, dogs eating crap on the ground, people throwing up. Onto walls, onto which walls. drips down a little. <laughs> fucking maggots. Just maggots, people... Gutting fish. Rats eating things. Yep. Dogs doing business. Yeah. Uh, yeah. All, all, all during my first slice of pizza. I don't know about yours. Uh, yeah, yeah. Same. And, and, and to, uh, to Fox, I think it's called Fox Pizza. Fox Pizza. Yeah. And to their credit, it was still yummy. It was a very good pizza. Yum, yum. Some, some good mushrooms. Yeah. Huge. Uh huh. I've never seen mushrooms that big on a pizza before. And they, they didn't look like those canned mushrooms you get at, I won't say the name of the place in the shopping center with Mavericks, but came to Mushrooms over there. The Italian place. Jimmy? Emmy J's Eats a Bay. Aria A. I'm pretty sure that no one from uh, Jimmy's Italian <laughs> Kitchen is listening. Right, well, <laughs> probably not. I still didn't want to slander them. Yeah. With their, them and their canned mushrooms. Uh, well, I'm pretty sure almost... Uh, Every place uses canned mushrooms. Oh, I still go back there and eat there. It's, oh, okay. it's good. I'm not against it. In fact, I can probably say that the place that has the freshest mushrooms uh, that I've ever had on a pizza has to be Donato's. Really? Yeah. Just crisp. They they seem like they're right out of the, the grocer's cooler. Ooh. I'm not a big Donato's fan. Uh, you should be, because they're good. Their sauce could be better. Yeah. But, uh... I don't like their bread. You mean the crust? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, okay. yeah that's stuff. Yeah. <laughs> but, so, uh, so yeah. why are bread and dough both synonyms for money? Uh, I don't know. Like, one became a synonym, and then you're like, well, if bread's a synonym, I guess dough is too. Uh, uh, yeast isn't. No. Crust isn't. Right. Uh, like, if you have, if, like, you get a dollar that's, like, torn... Uh, you know, like two thirds of the dollars missing. You're like, damn, I got a yeast infection. Right. That doesn't. That doesn't happen. Or if, uh, you know, you get like a a big roll of, or like you go to the bank and like exchange money and you get like a pack that's like you're wrapped up. Uh huh. You know, like you know, fifty dollars worth of ones. You don't say, oh, that's a biscuit. Yeah. A yeah. biscuit of ones. Yeah. Yeah. You yeah. taking all your coins that you've dug out of your couch <laughs> and you're like, can I get a loaf of bread for this doll face? <laughs> that doesn't happen. <laughs> okay. But that has nothing to do with the movie. No. No. Uh, so yeah, so the plot of the movie is basically, uh, guy by the name of Jean-Baptiste Grenouille. Oh, nice. Thank you. I was uh, just gonna call him Sniffy Guy. That's all I could remember. <laughs> uh, he is born with, uh, sort of the mutant power to keep it dirty. Yeah. Uh, he could have been an X-Man. He could have been an X-Man. Probably would have been killed, much like, uh, Cypher from the New Mutants. Oh. Before he merged with, uh, Warlock. <laughs> You're right, though. <laughs> and you know that I'm yeah, right. <laughs> uh, yeah, he has the ability to smell anything. Uh, he can differentiate odors, uh... Decipher their ingredients. Yep. De- decipher, I guess it would be. Yeah. <clears throat> uh, he can, uh, locate people, much like a, uh, a wolverine could. Ooh, or a bloodhound. Or a saber-tooth. Ooh. Because bloodhound is not, uh, 
a member of the X-Men. <laughs> it should be in, like, Exiles or something. It sounds like uh, he'd be a Rob Liefeld character. Oh, Bloodhound, yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, well, the word blood's right there. <laughs> Why not? <laughs> yeah, just put some uh, steam and rocks in front of his feet and you got a comic. <laughs> oh, Liefeld hating It's too easy. It's too easy. I, mm. I'm sorry I went there. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, superpower knows. And, uh... Yeah, so he, uh, he's, uh... He's a lonely sort. Yeah, well, his mother abandons him pretty much as soon as, uh, she gives birth to him because she just assumes he's dead. Yeah. And he starts crying. Which, uh, she winds up just, uh, abandoning her, uh, abandoning the baby. And, uh, she's caught and hanged. And, uh, he's put in an orphanage. Until he's, like, 15? Is that what it was? Uh, 12? 13. 13. 13. Uh, where he is then sold to a tannery. <laughs> That's when I was sold to Mavericks when I was 13. <laughs> no wonder I liked this movie so much. It mirrors my life. Well, maybe, uh, well, at least Jean Pepe, Jean Baptiste had the, uh, foresight to, uh, try to get himself sold to a better job eventually. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. I'm still looking. <laughs> Just shopping around. <laughs> uh, yeah, so he yeah, he works at a tannery, then uh he sort of realizes that, you know, if uh, if it doesn't work he's gonna be killed. So he works his ass off. And eventually he gets uh taken into the city for a delivery. Where he uh experiences a whole new world of scents and odors and and uh life is just opened up to him. By Dustin Hoffman. Uh, no, not just yet. Okay. Cause was that's, it was him, okay. yes. Uh, then, uh, but, uh, while he's experiencing all these new things, uh, he discovers the other good thing that he, uh, or the other thing that he's good at. Killing folk. Killing. <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> it is called Perfume. Story of a Murderer. That's right. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't want the spoilers, I don't know. Perfume, the yeah. story of a murderer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, don't read the whole title. <laughs> Spoiler. <laughs> it's right there in the box. But no, uh, the very first thing is, uh, like, he's following this girl around in the city. He's obsessed with the way she smells. Because she, she smells like a hot dame. She is kind of a hot dame. Yeah. And she's also got fruit. Yeah. And those two things combined... Equals smell good. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Ladies and fruit. Yeah. Two things I, I like the smell of. Fruity ladies. Yeah, whatever. Fruity yeah. dudes. Fruity dudes. Yeah. Whatever. <laughs> uh, yeah, so, uh, he basically stalks her throughout the city. It was creepy, actually. <laughs> uh, gets super close to her and just starts smelling her. I haven't seen a stalking like that since a Queensrag video. I'm gonna get close to you. <laughs> But then uh, he hears some people uh, nearby and panics, and she's about to scream. So he grabs her and accidentally kills her. Yeah. Do you think she's like had a heart attack, or was he smothering her? He was smothering her. Because he was cutting her hand over her nose and her mouth. Right. And uh, while she's dead, he basically... Nose rapes her. (laughs) Yeah. It, it just—it was weird though. It looked like this weird Photoshop thing where they like paused her on a blue screen so it didn't look like she was breathing. Did it look like that to you? Not to me. And it looked like he's sniffing all over her, you know, abdomen and nether regions and yep. neck and whatever, and uh, and boobies and her, and her breast region. Uh, but yeah, to me, it looked like like a blue screen thing because I mean, she was like frozen still. She was not moving. Yeah, maybe they actually killed her. They could have killed her. I, I think I it was filmed partially in Texas, so yeah. that's legal there. I don't think I've ever seen that actress in anything else. Why would you? She's dead. Exactly. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but no, so from that point on, he... Well, he's sniffing her. He's nose-raping her. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he, he loses the scent. He can't uh, keep the scent of her with him, uh, which freaks him out. So he he is determined from that point on to preserve scent, all scents, uh, 
no matter what. Uh, which is where he turns to Dustin Hoffman. Mm. In his powdered wig. In his powdered wig and makeup. <laughs> I know, I didn't recognize him for a second. Uh, when I when I saw this in the theater, it took me a while to figure out that that's who that was. Mm-hmm. Powdered wigs. I, I honestly want to do some research on that to see why and for how long and like all the all the reasoning behind powdered wigs. Is it just because you know they were dirty haired people and they looked good? I don't know. I mean, is that it? There's gotta be more, right? I am not sure. And like how long do they wear those things? I don't know. I'm gonna, these are things I don't know. Ask me next episode what I found out. I will probably not remember, but um <laughs> I'm gonna try to remember to right. search that up. So yeah, so he becomes uh, an apprentice to uh, Dustin Hoffman. He learns how to create perfumes, mm-hmm. which is uh, where the other part of that title comes in. Perfume. Perfume. Mm-hmm. So, so spoiler on that, too. Yeah. yeah. Damn it. Yeah, we're just ruining the whole fucking thing. <laughs> they should have had, like, a scratch-and-sniff DVD box. Well, you know, this is a Netflix rental, so, you know, if they did, I don't know. Oh, maybe they didn't. Okay. Because, yeah, yeah this, this just comes in an envelope. Right. Yeah. And, you know, I, I've, I've tried to... I was going to buy a copy of this uh, when it came out on DVD. Uh, whenever it did. But uh, it was uh, way too expensive for not enough special features to make it a worthy buy. All right. But if I ever find it used, I totally will. Yeah. There. Yeah. Sweet. haven't yet, because uh, I'm pretty sure that uh, nope. you and me, my ex, and John Bobosh are the only people who have seen this movie. <laughs> I bet Dustin Hoffman's seen it. Dustin Hoffman, have and uh, Hans Gruber. Hans Gruber. Who's it? Alan Rickman. Oh, okay. <clears throat> from Die Hard. Was, uh, oh, yeah. I was thinking, I was like, it's that guy from Galaxy Quest. That's how retarded I am. Wow. Yeah. You don't go Die Hard. You, you don't pull the Die Hard immediately. Well, I, I always jump to anything. Is it because he has the mustache in Die Hard? And... He had black hair. But I, I jumped to anything with Sigourney Weaver first, and then I traveled down the line. No, no, uh, Bonnie Bedelia? Bonnie Bedelia. Bedelia. Is that like Amelia Bedelia? No, it's uh, the woman who played John McClane's wife in Die Hard. Yeah. Oh. slightly more attractive than Sigourney Weaver. But Scorning River is way cooler. Mm. Mm. I'm a big fan. You're only saying that because you love Alien. Oh, I like her in everything, though. Mm. Ghostbusters? Ghostbusters? You got Ghostbusters. (laughs) Uh, Galaxy Quest? Galaxy Quest is an adequate film. Uh, What was that movie? She was actually attractive in that movie for the first time ever. Which one? Galaxy Quest. Really? Oh, yeah. oh, no way. Uh-huh. No way. Yep. What was the movie? She was in the Ghostbusters sh- 2. <laughs> That's the one I was thinking of. No. Uh, she was in a Michelle Gondry movie about uh, Fat Swaller and uh, making... Uh, Jack Black was in it. Yeah. Uh, be Kind of Rewind. Yeah, Be Kind of Rewind. Yeah. She, she was in it for like you know, five she's, seconds. She was kind that. of a bitch in that movie. And then incredibly small role. Yeah. Uh, one would say almost non-existent. Yeah, almost. Yeah. But she sold it uh, long enough that we saw her in, uh, you know, in the movie while we were getting ready to leave our hotel room. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I would like to see that movie all the way through at some point. Yeah, we should get it on video. That would just be perfect. Uh, I don't have anything to play those well, things. I do. Look, what can watch it at my house? Oh, well, go to your house, and then we could we uh, have people there. What, what do they call it when they... Uh, Bands practice there. I don't want to go to... Uh, what, what do they call it? Live out in the ghetto. <laughs> There's shootings and drunk drunk shirtless people. Yeah. No, what was the uh, version of the movies that they had in the video store? They are called like... Sweeted. Sweeted, yeah. yeah. We should just sweet it. <laughs> Make it ourselves. Make our own. Yeah, let's get the script. <laughs> we could uh, we could sweet a copy of uh, Perfume, the story of a murder. <laughs> yeah, also... I, I don't know. I don't think we'd have enough uh, aberrant nudity to to make it similar. <laughs> this is very aberrant. I don't want to be involved in the nose rape scene on either side of the yeah. the coin. Yeah. Well, the orgy scene? You up for that? That? Oh, we have to. Okay, let's just start talking about this movie. Cause, okay, yeah, I do yeah, want to talk yeah. about that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this movie was very aberrant. <laughs> yeah. 
we saw that on the opening credits. It said, Greatest rated R for aberrant nudity, violence, and sexual situations, <clears throat> or something like that. I, I never noticed the word aberrant before on a, uh, yeah, I don't think it's on, on a rating most one. movies, yeah. Yeah. But yes, yeah. But yes, about the time that he was nose raping her, I was like, well, this is pretty aberrant. <laughs> I see what the, I see what they mean. Uh, um, so we at, you're, you're talking about how he became the Dustin Hoffman's apprentice. Oh, yeah. Touched on it, yeah. And I don't know how much I want to spoil on this. Mm-hmm. We've already, we've already ruined the fact that there's a murder. Right. And that there's perfume involved. Yeah. I'm going to spoil it even more and say that there's more than one murder. Yeah. And we've also already spoiled the fact that both uh, Rain Man and Hobbs Gruber are in this movie. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, and for some reason, I want to say the guy who does SpongeBob's voice, but I'm probably wrong on that. Hey, was he the executioner? Uh, no. no. <laughs> uh, movies directed by a guy by the name of Tom Tickwer? Tick, Tickner? Tykwer? Tick, Tick, Tick World. It's, uh, T-Y-K-W-E-R. Okay. He's, uh, German. And uh, he directed a movie in the mid-90s that uh, I watched, like, six months ago for the first time. Run, Lola, Run. Okay. Yeah. I've heard that was decent. It's a decent movie. It's uh, definitely sprung out of that whole uh, post-pulp fiction oh, yeah. indie movie era, you know. Like, Natural Born Killers, all that kind of... Kind of, yeah. It's it's very overtly stylistic to the point where it's, like, detrimental to it. Uh, yeah, that sucks. But otherwise, it's, like, a pretty solid movie. Uh, <laughs> this is... I don't, this, I don't think is his first movie he's done since then, but he hasn't directed too many. It's a beautiful movie. It's... Gorgeous. And, like, the sets, the, the, oh, yeah. the cinematography. Yeah, just, just like, the, I don't know what, I guess, yeah, I guess that would be the cinematography, just the way everything looks so, like, wet and gross in that, yeah. in that like, fish market town. Right. Wow. Yeah, that was, it's, it's pretty good. I mean, it's, like, there's a lot of shadows, and it's very creepy. Yeah. Uh, definitely does not romanticize Paris in <laughs> the, uh, the, the late 18th. Right. Late 18th century. Uh. And then towards the end, it sort of has like almost like a push and daisies, like uh, colorful, bright, yeah, yeah. like neo realism, sort of like <clears throat> it looks really great. Yeah. That's uh, my, that's my uh, <laughs> professional uh, wording of my review. It looks <clears throat> really great. <laughs> I like this movie a lot. Because it looks pretty. It's pretty. And, and it's cool. And there's boobs and boobs nose rape. And and nose rape. And fish. And killing people. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. <laughs> it almost had like... It reminded me of Amelie. And <clears> almost, <throat> like just how pretty it was. Pretty, very pretty. Never seen it. I gotta pick that sometime. Sometime, but you won't. No, I've, I've been meaning to for like a year, and I never will. Yeah, yeah you might at some point. Or maybe I will. Ooh, that's crazy. Actually, I've got another one in mind starring the chick from that. Oh, yeah? That I would probably rather see. But I think Audrey Tato. I think it might be in noir. Really? So I don't want to pick it for a while. Okay. Yeah, we need to get away from that. Although it has been... Uh... About 15 episodes since we've done Oh, really? Then let's yeah. do it up. Shit, yeah. Shit, yeah, motherfucker. Should we talk about the orgy? Uh, this Friday at my house, anyone that's... <laughs> oh, no, they... Yeah, we should talk about the orgy in the movie first. In the movie. Okay, in the let's movie. do that yeah, one. Yeah, yeah. Okay. We'll, we'll, save, uh, we'll save that other one for the wrap-up. Yeah, it's an, ad, yeah. an advertisement. Anyway, we don't want to bombard right. you with... You save it right for the end, that way people will remember right when the, the show ends. Okay. Okay, sweet. I've never seen more people. I I, I don't want to say fucking. I want to say in the in act the of foreplay of ecstasy. Yeah, there's a lot of I, you, there's a lot of background foreplay. There's probably a thousand people in various st- states yeah. of undress in one scene. If, if there's not, it's shot 
as if there are. Yeah. Uh, very clever cinematography to give you that impression, if there is actually not a thousand people about to have sex right in front of you. Yeah. Can you imagine that day on the set? Like, <laughs> and on three people, take off your clothes, sucking, fucking, all 1,000 of you. Nobody smile. Or, I mean, everybody smiles, but yeah. nobody laugh. Uh, I, I did actually wonder if, like, you know, uh, like the, the extras casting call for that, you know, it was like, uh, couples only. Yeah. 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 There's like an old couple, a lesbian right. couple, uh, and then, you know, just bunches of naked people. Yeah. yeah. It was weird. It's crazy. It was, uh, what am I say? Titillating. Oh, I was going to say aberrant. It was very aberrant. Yes. <laughs> Um. <clears throat> yeah, can you imagine owning that DVD when you're like 11 years old? Like, yeah. Jason, I'm gonna go to the grocery. <laughs> I'm just gonna watch the last five minutes of Perfume for the thousandth time this week. Uh, I think uh, as an 11 year old, you could probably just put it on any scene. Uh, yeah. Because there are tits oh, abound. Oh yeah. I mean, when you're 11, though, I mean, you get such a big boner. I could have. I could have. Made it made away with uh, just the scene where he's putting the dead cat in the uh, in the vat. <laughs> I was ready to go at well, the drop of a hat back then. To be fair, that was pretty hot. Yeah, <laughs> it was some hot pussy. Hot wet pussy. Hot dead pussy. What? <laughs> we're talking about a cat here, just oh, so you know. God if you haven't seen this, movie. we're retarded. <laughs> but the best part is that we know it. That is true. That would, is true. It would be more sad if we didn't. <laughs> So yeah, I uh I really liked it. Yeah. yeah. It was good. Thanks, John. Yeah. Uh I'm not gonna thank him because uh You'd seen it already. I'd seen it already. Thanks, Neon. Thanks, Neon. Yeah. Uh, and, uh thanks Amanda for going with me when I saw it. Because mm-hmm. uh enjoyed it intensely. But I really think Beyonce deserves our thanks more than anyone right now. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh damn, I still wish I knew any of the lyrics to that song. The Beyonce song? Yeah. We could just make something. Uh, we record it later and insert it so it okay, looks like we yeah. knew. Or we could just put that song in. Oh, there you go. Yeah, okay. Beyonce, you can't handle me. You can't hold a candle to a man like me. You can't even jiggle my handle. See, cause I'm more than a handful be. Beyonce, you can't handle me. Can't hold a candle to a man like me. You can't even jiggle my handle. See, cause I'm more than a handful be. Beyonce, come through the door. Beyonce, across the floor. Beyonce. Thanks, James Goodchalk. Yeah, good song, James Goodchalk. <laughs> oh, I'm probably not going to put that song. Damn it. <laughs> well, thanks anyway, James. Yeah. Thanks for the hours of entertainment. <laughs> yeah, literally. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, crap. My eyes are killing me. I don't know why. Uh, allergenic reaction. Yeah, probably. I've been uh, handling a lot of dust the past couple days. At work? Here. Really? Oh, that's right. You've been searching... Searching. I've been uh, organizing my comics for the first time in uh, five years. Wow. And you've got a lot of comics. I have a shit ton of comics. I, I remember a while ago you were telling me, I was like, so did you find, I forget which one, Finals, I think. Finals. And you're like, oh, it's 
it's probably in a box of comics in my closet, but I can't get to the my closet because there's boxes of comics in front of my closet. <laughs> yep. <laughs> I will say though, uh, I have uh, a huge stack. Well, not stack, but uh, many huge stacks of comics uh, next to my bed on top of my guitar case, mm-hmm. uh, which uh, I don't have my guitar in my guitar case. <laughs> Just in case it's I in ever com- actually wanted it's to play uh, a guitar. It's in the comic box. It's I mean. in the comic box uh, that I could easily get to. <laughs> yeah. uh, but I have all these stacks of comics, and uh, usually, like, this happened the other night. I was sleeping, and I turned over, and I kicked a stack over. <laughs> uh, but now, they're not organized but they're orderly. Yeah. Yeah. That's good. Uh, and, uh, first step. First step. I've, I've been doing this very slow. I've got so many fucking things that uh, I figured the best way to do this is to like pick like four or five titles and just find all the issues of those and put them together. And then once I get that done, then I'll go back and pick like, you know... Uh, Another four titles. Right. See, I, 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 that's not a bad idea, but I, I think that you'll end up doing that like... 50 times. Oh, yeah, totally. I think, I think you sort them by company first. And then, uh, and then, like, each pile, like the Marvel pile, then you just lay all, like, lay a stack of Avengers, a stack of Spider-Man, you know, right. and, like, then sort them out. Because that way you won't go through the whole thing so many times. You'd still go through the whole thing so many times, so. But, eh, but, but small chunks at a time, though. Eh, I guess, I don't know. It just seems but, less but on the other hand, all the books that I'm going to get rid of... Right. Oh, yeah. I've gone through them all now. There's like 400 of them sitting in there. And uh, you're going to give those away at Mavericks? I'm going to give. I'm gonna see if I can get you some trade on like a, about a tenth of them. Right. And then uh, the good ones. And then, and then uh, yeah, we'll give the other ones away. Right. This is, uh, I think, uh, it's, uh, I think a, a good fair warning to anyone who ever thought that, you know, I collect comics, and someday these are going to be worth something. Right, right. Yeah, I I just made a stack of, like, a thousand comics that I'm just going to get rid of. And <laughs> you, as a professional retailer... Who's also your buddy. Who's also my buddy. Should be scratching your back here. Right. Found, like, maybe 50 of them oh, that may, you may, might, yeah. might be yeah. able to get yeah. me some trade. Yeah. yeah, and not even cash. Right. Just other worthless comics. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I, I love it when people call to, sometimes people call the store trying to sell crap to us. Yeah. And they're like, I, I've got these, uh, comics. They've been in my garage for, oh, they're old. They're old. They're like 10 years old. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, yeah, I don't, I don't know. We mostly only buy books from like the seventies and older. Right. And they're like, like, oh, well, some of these might be even older. Some of them are still in the plastic. And I'm like, I've literally told people, I'm like, I mean, I try to be nice, but right, right. a couple times I'm like, I'm like, ma'am, if if they came in plastic, we don't want them. Right. Like, if it ever came bagged in a plastic bag, pre-bagged, yeah. <clears throat> if it has a, a really shiny cover, but sometimes uh, I think they mean, like, they see a comic in a bag and board, right. taped down. They're like, oh, it's still in the plastic, right? And I'm like, <clears throat> okay, well. I thought everybody knows those don't come that way. Well, I don't know. Maybe not. And, I mean, because, I mean, they can clearly see that the back opens up and closes. Right. Because, I mean, because you or I could place, uh, you know, a, a bucket of feces in a bag, and it would be still <laughs> in the plastic. It's true. So, I mean, like, that itself doesn't equate being worth something to me. Right. Just because something's in a resealable plastic bag. Well, I guess it depends if, you know, if when they bought it originally, if they remember whether or not it came sealed in plastic in the first place. Oh, like they've never even opened it. Right. Probably. Then maybe that's what they mean. Right. And that could count for, you know, say your X-Force number ones or, you know, just your average issue of the Punisher War Journal that, you know, right. was a back issue. You know? oh, like the annual with a trading card or something? Well, I, was, I was thinking more like, you know, just a random, like, you know, a random issue. That's oh, like just, number three. Like they bought the back issue. And oh, I think it meant one that was sealed in a plastic bag. No, no, no. Okay. Like they bought, 
you know, a back issue with the bag and board. Uh-huh. And the, they just assumed that that's... The way it right, that's came out of the factory. Right, right. Right. Yeah, gotcha. The, the comic factory. Yeah. <laughs> this is a great comic factory in the sky. Yeah. Yeah. Comics and bags. Yeah. I guess Death of Superman is still worth about eight or ten bucks. Really? The black bagged one. Really? Only to people who... See, this is, a, this is a really weird market on that book. It's only worth money to people who see that and they're like... Oh my god! I think that's worth like fifty bucks, and they buy it for eight to ten dollars. Right. And they get home and they look up in the wizard, and it's three dollars. Right. But well, I guess that confuses. Well, obviously, you know, you as the retailer, you're gonna mark it up, you know, somewhat. Yeah. Uh, I would hope fairly. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so, are you saying that eight dollars is the fair markup for that? <laughs> yeah, I think I think it lists for like ten or fifteen bucks. I don't know. We we usually put them at like eight or ten, and we always sell them. We don't have any now, yeah. and it's worthless. No one that cares about comics ever buys that. Right. Only people that care about making money, and that's the only reason it's still worth. It's, isn't that bizarre? The only reason it's worth money is because the people that think it's worth money, think it's worth money right, right, right. are making it worth money, and yeah. they they think it's going to be worth money because people that want to read Superman. Are making it worth money, but it's worth money because people that want to invest in Superman are making right, it worth money. Right. It's bizarre. Yeah. Bizarro. Yeah. <laughs> oh, <clears throat> now me, I, I only care about the story and the art and the arts. That awesome Dan Jurgens art. Oh yes, Doom, Doom. <laughs> the punching yeah. the months prior to the actual <laughs> death. Uh. I have nothing against Dan Jurgens. No, I mean either. He's he's a solid artist. Solid is the best word to describe him. Yeah. He is he's not bad. Uh he's not amazing. Uh he's a workhorse. He does not phone it in. He does not phone it in. He does the best job he can and what he does is quality. It's just not mind blowing. Right. He is one hundred percent solid as a fucking rock. He doesn't push the boundaries, but he right. Pushes his pencil he to the limit. Pushes his pencil and he gives you that product that you want and it's uh, never bad. And it's still bagged and worth $10. Right. <laughs> <clears throat> okay, let's take a break. Okay. <laughs>
Hey everybody, welcome back to Gutter Trash. That was bizarre. <laughs> uh, but I guess it's probably no worse than how I introduced this, the show, so. Well, thank you. Or I'll take it as a compliment. The forced conversation that I, I pretend to have with you. Like I actually care about anything or have an opinion. The or, forced conversation? Yeah. Was it's it? a struggle to oh. No, you brought me down. Oh, it's not you, it's me. I, uh, I think I'm a sociopath. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. Huh. huh. Wow. A little bit like uh, a little bit like Dexter, in which uh, I don't think I have real emotions. Uh, I just don't kill anyone. Well, if you ever start killing people, uh huh. I mean, this is this is something we can talk about off off of the you know. Oh, go for it. Show, but if <laughs> if you ever start killing people. Uh, if you want to bring me in on this, uh-huh. let me know about it. Okay. I won't turn you in, but let me draw comics depicting, like, your day- daily life. I'll change your name. Uh-huh. Change the names of the victims. So it, it'll be like auto, it'll be like biographical, yet, you know. Right. I can sell it as fiction. Okay. Yeah. It, it'll write itself. I'm in. Okay. Yeah. Let me know. You should probably, uh, think of, like, a pseudonym. To uh, oh yeah, okay. to to do it under now since we've just talked about this. Oh uh, yeah, good, good, good call. Yeah, good call. <clears throat> I no, am... I'm not gonna kill. Him. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> now I'm really bummed. Yeah. <laughs> oh, maybe I'll start with Rebecca. Okay. Yeah, go. <laughs> I know that is. Uh, You've been dating her for six months. Oh, Kathleen. <laughs> Actually, you know what? I don't know if I... Did I say this Kathleen may be going bowling this Tuesday? Yes, you did tell me that. Yeah. I'm pretty excited. All right. Uh, Lady Bowler. We've had a couple in the past, but... One of them was the uh, girlfriend of a criminal. Because <laughs> the criminal's uh, old lady. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, who's the other? Uh, I think Lauren used to go. Lauren yeah, used to go. way before my time. Okay. Well, yeah, she used to bowl. Uh, who else? Who else? Of the lady... Persuasion. I can't remember. Jane <clears throat> Well, she, she only showed that one time. Okay. Because yeah. uh, Ryan annoyed the hell out of her. Yeah, well, that's why I've stopped going. <laughs> but, uh, <clears throat> but yeah, no, I'm excited. That'd be, that'd be cool. That'd be cool. Just don't like bowling with kids. Yeah. I, I as long or as Joe. As long as there's nachos and beer. I don't even care if the bowling player. Jeremy. I don't care if there's potholes on the bowling line. Kathleen. Oh my god, those people. We actually said her correct name. That's the first time. <laughs> You're like, I'm gonna pull a random name out of that. Kathleen. I'll just pull that one out. <laughs> I kid. Speaking of correct names, I found this out the other day. I, I want you to be aware that I'm kidding. No, I know. Okay. Well, everyone knows. Alright. <clears throat> uh. The, the the artist of the mini-comic, One Year in Indiana. Yes. A fourth of our listenership. Yes. Uh, you found out how to actually pronounce I found out. I, I emailed him and asked him to <laughs> phonetically spell or give me a rhyming word. Yes. And he said, he did, he just spelled it as it sounds. It's Dins. Okay. Like, it spell, sounds like, you know, with Riss, a Z. With a Z. Yeah. Dins. It's, it's Dins, yeah. Dins. Kurt, Kurt Dins. Kurt Dins. But he said he's thinking about just dropping it and being like Kurt. He said, you know, right. just like Seth and Jason and those kind of guys. Eh. I was I was looking at uh, the uh, sketch you got me by him for, uh, for, this is not really a sketch, but uh, the commission Yeah, you got me for my birthday from Kurt. Uh, he doesn't, well, he said it Kurt, but then he has... A big D in the background. Well, he has the Dead Kennedys logo right next to it. <laughs> <laughs> it kind of is. <laughs> hey, you, you're totally ripping them off. <laughs> no, but the reason I brought him up, too, is uh, he uh, has been recently commissioned to do a page in the Fantastic Four number nine project. Sweet. So he may, may be working on it as we speak. Who that knows? Awesome. So that makes now... I counted. I thought I thought it was only eight. It's gonna be number ten. Yeah. Out of a twenty four pager. Um well we yeah, we have nine currently up on the site. Yeah. Uh although didn't Do we really? one? Wow, and then we No, no, we only have eight on the site. Okay. All right. 
That's it, because I've got two in the bag. Yeah. Pat has one that yeah. we, we still have yet to post. With. My friend Chris has one, too. Chris, uh, although you said you were waiting for him to redo it. I, I convinced him that I think it's great. Okay. And uh, he's just second-guesses himself on everything. As we all tend As to. We, yeah. And he's like, I'm never going to redraw it. And I was like, it's great. I, I think it's good like it is. And yeah. I don't know what you're talking about. And so, yeah, he's like, oh, it's fine. Go and use it. Okay, so... Myself and Pat and Chris, uh, all friends of yours. Right, right. Mm-hmm. Uh, and also now we've got Jeffrey Brown and Kurt, who comic pros, who you are friendly with. We, I can rub elbows. You can rub elbows with them. We can't chain, exchange uh, socks. Right, right. Okay. Uh, don't see why we do it ever want to with uh, even me, Pat, or Chris. Well, me and Doogie have uh, accidentally worn each other's well, socks. you and Doogie have a special relationship. <laughs> it, yeah. That transcends foot odor. Gender roles, yeah. <laughs> but, uh, so, then, uh... The happy birthday, guys, Doogie. Today's your birthday. Oh, happy birthday, Sorry. Doogie, yeah. yeah. Uh, but, uh, the rest of the guys who have done pages for you, they're just, uh... People you've commissioned. Yeah, there, some there. people... I've met a couple of them, but some of them yeah, I've never even met. Yeah, you wouldn't consider that you are... have some sort of friendly relationship with them. Right. Be right. It one of, you know, just uh, exchanging kind words like you and Jeffrey Brown or close personal friends like uh, you and Pat. That's right. Or you and I. What? <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, so yeah, yeah. There's a plethora of people involved. <laughs> I was like, "Where's this going? <laughs> and where can where where what, what might one be able to find?" Uh... Oh, at fan four nine dot gutter trash dot net. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Fan four nine, the number nine. Right. Fan four, four as in the word four. Right. So that way it doesn't look like fan forty nine because I mean there's probably like some. Like 49ers you know, fan. Yeah, right, exactly. Right, He's already right. got the site. Yeah, fan for number nine. Right. But not, no number symbol. Okay, no no here, word here number. Here we go. Here we go. F A N F O U R 9 dot gutter trash dot net. That's the n- numeral nine, not the, not the words. <laughs> Jesus Christ! <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, uh, check it out. Yeah. It's gonna be, it's, it, you just you just revamped it. Uh, the site looks a hundred times better than it used to. Yeah, because Blogspot is a piece of ass. No, wait, it's a piece of shit. Oh yeah, it's a piece of asses. That's pretty hot. Yeah, yeah. yeah, that's what we got now. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, uh, guttertrash.net is a piece of ass. Yes, check it out. Blogspot, piece of shit. There we go. Uh, we have links on our site if uh, you've gotten confused by all of those numbers and letters. Oh uh, yeah, and... we do. It, yeah, they <laughs> like, go there. That's gutter trash. That's t- trash with a T. There's a silent H in there. <laughs> yeah. Good times. So I mentioned that I've been like uh, going through all my comics and everything. And uh, that's always a bad thing to do. Really? Why? Yeah, because I go through all everything and I'm like, oh man, I haven't read this in a while. Or, wow, I've never actually read this. And so, like, you know, in between the piles that I'm making, you know, to organize the thing, I'm also making other piles of, like, <laughs> I'm going to read this. All right, and I'm going to throw these away, and you get piles right. everywhere. Well, yeah, of the throwing away pile, that uh, uh. that's usually just involved me uh, tossing it across the room until it lands somewhere and <laughs> remembering not to slip on it when I get up. Right. But, uh, <laughs> which I've done. But no, like, you know, uh, like, uh, going through this, I found, uh, all of my, uh, Grant Morrison X-Men comics. Oh, yeah. It's like, oh, I want to reread those. Pile. Uh, I found, uh, a book that, uh, new X-Men artist Igor Cordy did, uh, after he, you know, got fired from Marvel. Oh, yeah. Called Smoke. That oh, I yeah, that looks a lot read. better. Uh, well, you know, Igor Cordy's work didn't look bad. I thought it, X-Men. I thought it looked it I thought it looked rushed. rushed. Yeah, it looked rushed. But it was not bad. He yeah. did an issue in a week. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, you I and I can't get done a six-page mini comic in a year. Yeah, that's true. What is wrong with us? Ah, <laughs> uh, 
We should be drawing instead of drinking while we're talking here. Uh, that would be really hard to do. Yeah. Because uh, I don't think we'd uh, have, uh, I don't think that'd make for an interesting show. Right, yeah. yeah. Uh, and it's a little dim in here anyway. Well, there's that too. It's romantic. Right. It's romantic. Well, there's that. That's why I'm uh, playing footsie with you. Yeah. And your crotch. Well, we are kind of like drinking beers uh, within like two feet of each other in a dimly lit room. Yeah. That's kind of hot. Uh, a little bit. Okay. But, yeah, we've been doing it for years now. Yeah. I'm whether, just... whether we were recording it or not. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> very true. <laughs> uh, what I'm saying is that uh, your old house was not very brightly lit. Yeah. It wasn't. It was no. not. But uh, you found stacks of stuff through. That's a good thing. Yeah, yeah. That way, uh, like if there's a light week at, you know, New Comic Day, yeah, you yeah. can just tear right into the new X Men. And uh, you know, plus I've found like a couple things that you know, it's like maybe I'll pick for a show. That's cool. Yeah, like uh, oldies that uh, I've read. I don't know if you've read them or not, but you know, I might pick them anyway. Yeah. You know, hell, even if you have uh, read them, it's probably been a while. Yeah. Like, uh, I know one for sure that I found that I know you've read. And I'm not going to pick it. Not for a while, anyway. Because, mm-hmm. you know, I'm not going to just announce that and then pick it next time or whatever. Uh, martial Law. Oh, yeah. We should definitely do Martial Law at some point. That's funny. I was just thinking the same thing. I was going through, because I've been draw- drawing supervillain portraits, as you may have seen on my blog. Yeah. Uh, we're, 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 no, no. <laughs> it's on the right side of the page. Yeah. Uh... But uh, I was looking through for uh, supervillains, and uh, I found a, a martial law, and I was like, I should draw the public spirit. Yeah. I'll put him in there. I mean, he's a superhero, right. yet a uh, supervillain. Spoiler. Oh. Hello. He <laughs> you, you do the bag man, or sleep man. Yeah, the, the, the bag on his head. Yeah. yeah. Crazy yeah. bag guy. Yeah. yeah. Or from uh, one of the other martial law books. King of the Blind or something. King of the Blind, yeah. the private eye. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. yeah. Is it the guy with the bed? He's got a big red eye. Yeah. yeah. Uh, There's a plethora. Plethora. There's yeah. a plethora. Most of them are superheroes, though. Yeah, yeah. Because that's the whole point of martial law. Yeah. That he kills superheroes. But some of them are, like, bad guys, well, even though they're heroes. They all are. Yeah. So they're, they're a tie-in, they're a tie-in. That's the point of martial law. Yeah, they're a tie-in, though. <laughs> I could draw them as a villain. Well, yeah, but... Yeah. Com- comic book bad guys, whatever. But, yeah, because that's the point of martial law. Kills bad superheroes. Right, right. <laughs> Such a good book. Yeah, a very good book. Kevin O'Neill. Mm. Man. And Pat Mills. Pat Mills. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Woo. All right, I guess I should pick a book for the next one. We should just uh, stop the show. Okay. okay. Let's do that. Let's see. Anything pressing? Uh, ba-ba-ba-ba-ba. So you talked about, I pronounced Kurt's name, uh, no, that was it, that's all I had on the agenda. Alright, so, um, because I've been going through all my books and finding so many goddamn things that I want to pick for the show, uh, I, I originally had a book picked, uh, and then I kept thinking, oh, I should pick this instead, oh, I should pick this instead, <laughs> but, sticking to my guns. I'm picking the book that I originally thought of like a week ago before I started cleaning. Okay. I Kill Giants. Okay. Cool. Sweet. Yeah. Who's that by? That is by Joe Kelly, the writer. Uh-huh. And J.M. Ken Nikamura Nimura Nimura. Yafet Koto? Yafet Koto. Okay. Yes. Sweet. <laughs> uh, published by Image. Yeah. Yeah, they're uh, turning uh, that fledgling company. They're going to survive, I think. Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, I think they're going to pull through. I think, uh, I think that Spawn thing is going to really take off. I think we're going to mm. see good things out of that. Oh, yeah? It's hard to McFarlane guy. Oh, yeah, yeah. Here's a Canadian, so that could be a detriment. I see the one that was working on Infinity Inc. I know the name. Yes. Okay. Yes, yeah. that is what he is best known for. Okay. Cool. Yeah, yeah it looks good. <laughs> All right. Cool. I, got, I got nothing else. Oh, yeah, man. Right. Yeah. Bye. Bye. <laughs> <laughs>
Gutter Trash can be downloaded at www.guttertrash.net, iTunes, Podcast Alley, and FeedBurner. You can also find us at myspace.com slash guttertrash underscore net, seanborn.net, and buyerbewarecomics.blogspot.com. Contact us at eric at guttertrash.net or jason at guttertrash.net. Thank you for listening to Gutter Trash. We'll see you next time.